0: It is Saturday the 30th of January 2021 and this is episode 390 of Digital Outbox. Welcome to a new episode of Digital Outbox 2021. I um, don't know why I said it like that. Is that how you say it? 2021? I'm not sure. Um, I've not thought about it. No, nor did I until I said it out loud and I'm not sure. I guess it's 2021. Anyway, uh, I'm Chris. Ian, hello. Uh, uh, I was going to say Ian, hello. Um, Chris, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Exactly. It's going well. All I'm all I'm glad about is this is a short one because we're off to This one. is a short one. We've had a really long preamble and we've been chatting away. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, not not so much news this week. Um, so yeah, we it shouldn't take too long to get through it all. But uh, not to say the news isn't big because Google's having to <laughs> threatening to pull out of Australia. Um, so Australia is is uh, got, got a new sort of set of digital laws coming, and as we're seeing around Europe and all around the com- the world, the uh, people are sort of. Trying to tie down uh, some laws against these big American firms and what they can and can't do, and well, you know where where they are attracting money and and fees and all that kind of stuff, and who pays tax, all around that arena. Anyway, for Australia is putting forward a a bill which would make them need to pay to link to articles. So, for example, if you're a news agency and Google link to you, then they're saying Google should pay to link to that. So we've seen it before, where you know Google quite often takes snippets and puts them into its search listings, and that's caused problems before. It's taken uh, snippets and put it into curated news stories, which then link to your to you know individual news places. But effectively, Google are curating that news into a feed. And it, and what the Australians are saying is any advertising you're getting off the back of showing those things and doing those things. Our news stories should be gaining some of that money, so that's ultimately what they're saying. Google is saying, if you do this, you are breaking the internet, which is should be free to to share, and uh, you know is a free linking society. Um, and you know, hey, if we're making some money off the back of that; that's our business. Uh, and they've said ultimately, if you put this law through, then there's a very good chance we're just going to have to pull out because we, it's not a sustainable model in your country. Then,
1: uh, so and we've heard this before. Some I, I think was it was it. Can't remember if it was California, there was there was a state, I'm sure in America was taught about having a link tax. You know, if you link to something, then you're gonna you're gonna have to pay. Um and I mean Sir Tim Berners Lee's, you know, you know, I was gonna say chimed in as if like he's some <laughs> you know, some nobody. But he's he's warned that this legislation, you know, it risks breaking a fundamental principle of the web by requiring a payment for linking between certain content online. Um, and it does seem it does for me it seems a step too far. But I get I I, I I almost get the principle. I get what they're trying to do. It's like if I have created content and I'm not earning off it, um, and somebody else is by doing that scraping and linking, you know. So how how do you how do you pay the you know the you know so journalists? You know, if you look at it back to an old newspaper, you'd pay a journalist who would do the groundwork. You'd read it in the paper. You would pay for the paper, um, and they're still trying to keep some sort of model there that rewards that that journalistic content and endeavor. And I get that. I don't see how. I don't see how. You know, I'm just thinking how blogs work and how things work in Twitter. Yeah. How and... do you
0: limit? How do you limit this in such a way yeah. that it's attracting the right cost at the right places for the right principle? Because, the, yeah, ultimately the principle is journalism is not a very well. You know, it's it, it's used still everywhere, or you know, across Twitter and across websites or whatever. But it's not actually paid or it doesn't receive the kind of money that advertising and all that kind of stuff gets and uh, is how do you keep journalism um funded without you know you know and keep it in integrity of it which is an important part of any democracy having a good mm. journalistic uh and meet news media um so how do you support that uh, whilst because ultimately these curated news feeds most of the time i'll just scroll down them i'll get an idea of headlines but i won't be consuming that via the news websites I'll be consuming that via their feed and okay I'll click across occasionally to get into those feeds but just to sort of read the article a bit more or whatever if, if it's of interest um and I guess that's something else they need to think about they wouldn't get that traffic even if it wasn't for me looking through those curated lists so it's a really tricky proposition but it does seem like so you know we've we've talked about this before and it's you know it's not this isn't the solution uh no
1: no and, and i mean i don't i mean i don't know how you know it's been it's, i think it's been a few years since we've really talked about you know paywalls for news because they came in you know the sun brought them in and and others brought it in really really quite hard like the times have got yeah, in yeah. other places you know it's a real light light them you know, a yeah. real hard you know you can almost like see the the first you know it's almost like looking at a google version of it you see the first paragraph and it's like but you need to click to you know see it all um guardian hasn't but i, I i pay for guardian you know I, I, I like
0: and every guardian article and every independent article has the top header saying look we need you to yep. subscribe to this you can read it if you like but ultimately if you're not paying for it then we're going out of business uh, yeah
1: you know and I, and I still i still think that's the that's the challenge around that whole internet model you know people people see see content as you know i should be able to go for free um you know and and it's I don't think there's an easy answer. So Google Google last year, I'm just trying yeah, a news showcase programme. So this was something they've spun up to try and, you know, reward journalists. We'll, we'll highlight your article. We'll give you some, you know, money back. I don't even know if it's a, because cause I know Google will say, well, it's they're a business themselves, you know, so they're they're quite entitled to get the advertising, you know, dollars or the advertising money. Well, they're supplying
0: a service; uh, yep. they're do, putting all service behind it. Well, they need to earn yeah. some money, or something. So, like so we? I
1: think I, I don't know if this will end up in some sort of compromise where it won't be the full, you know, it won't it won't go the way they're talking about, but it will be a, you know, you 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 know, if you're earning, you know, I don't know, earning a. You know, hundred thousand a year or something, that just to keep the mass easy. You need to, you know, skim back twenty percent or something. To a, I wonder, an area. you know, I wonder what?
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I wonder what would happen if they did pull out of Australia and what kind of effect that would have. Um, You know, the, the, clearly they're not a big enough market that they think that they wouldn't be able to do that. Otherwise, they wouldn't say it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's chicken and egg as well for them. You know, if they suddenly lose all these markets, then again they've got no money coming in, so they're they're equally spitting their own face something. Yep, yeah. and and I think.
1: I mean, it's, it's not just going to be Google this applies to. Us. I think Google Google are the ones that have threatened, but you know, you know, Facebook and others any, yeah. would, would also yeah, yeah. you know suffer in this case. Um, and I know we've done you know we're going to come on to talk about Facebook shortly, but, but it just feels a, uh, I don't know, just feels a uh, a a step too far. But something needs to change because it's still not it's still in the balance of the big tech companies. Um, and you know, clearly, clearly we're seeing, you know. These, these, I'm I'm going to say, I don't think we're seeing newspapers going out of business, but the money's not the same place it used to be.
0: We're not seeing, we're not seeing some of the big names go out of business, but they are certainly cut back, and there are such smaller enterprises than they used to be for sure. Yeah,
1: and I can see that even just I would see the more local papers are really struggling because they're just, you know, people are just getting the news elsewhere now.
0: Xbox Live. There was a bit of a kerfuffle through the week. Uh, Microsoft came out and suddenly said, hey, we're putting all your prices for Xbox Live up by double, effectively. Um, And uh, everyone kind of went, whoa, where did that come from? And Microsoft said, it's been forever and we've never put them up before, so we're just going to do it. And then about a day later after the backlash... (laughs) And you can say it was a considerable backlash from people going, what the hell are you doing? That means I can't play your games anymore. Uh, they ended up saying, right, we're putting it back to where it was. Sorry, they said we we mucked up and... and- hey, what else we did? are we going to make free-to-play, truly free-to-play? So previously things like Fortnite you couldn't play. Uh, even though the game is free, you needed still to pay for your subscription to be able to play it. But they are now changing that and going to have proper free-to-play where, yeah, anyone with a Microsoft console, older version of Microsoft console, can play them completely free-to-play. Um, and you mentioned it to me through the week. I thought about it before you mentioned to me, sounded extremely like uh, marketing ploy to get people talking about Xbox Live. Also probably to pave the way for smaller incremental increases in cost coming in the next six to twelve months.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean this came out so it came out last Friday. So and, and usually Friday when there's when there's something like this, it's that's the dated bury news because it's it gets lost the weekend and, you know, if there is any energy behind it it just you know dissipates. But you know, it was such an aggressive change, you know, to, to double prices. Um, and 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 again, I still I still think it is marketing. But then when I reread the article, they pointed out that it was six months ago they killed being able to buy a twelve month subscription. And you're like, mm. so so was it marketing? Was it just something that was that they planned and thought because so many are moving to Game Pass, you know this this won't get the kerfuffle it it, it 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 did, but it was huge. I mean, people were astounded at the the kind of gouging that they were doing. You know, it was like buy a console and pay 120 dollars a year or 120 pounds a year so you can play your mates you know that is a real aggressive change in service whereas game pass feels the opposite game pass feels an absolute you know here's this library of games that are either our first party games you're getting the, the price of game pass and if they do do the two or three releases a year you know from the first party and you tend to buy them so you halos and forzas even though halo is like a five-year-old game now so let's not go there, but but there's there's enough content that, that if you're typically buying those, it's paying for yourself, plus you're getting another, what, 80, 90 games, plus the EA Game Pass, you know, you know EA Play games. Um, it, it just seemed odd, and then and then to, to kind of almost like, because they had to then confirm later on, right, if your grandfather done already, you don't get this price hike, so you're like, okay, so so what is that message saying out to new customers? The you know PlayStation's has had an absolutely you know they've won the last generation, they've sold more than initially the PS5. It's probably got the most innovative thing in the new gen consoles with the with the with the um, controller. Controller. Yeah. And and you're basically saying if as, as a new customer you're going to pay twice as much as existing customers? How does that land? It, none of it made sense. And then the, and then they they walked it back, and, and walked it back within you know a few hours. Plus, as you say, then said, Oh, and you don't need to pay for free to play games. So, some somebody I know actually messaged me and said, oh, my kid plays is Fortnite. So, it's now I don't need to pay for this anymore. And I was like, "Yeah, and I thought, if, if it's genuinely, if you've bought a console just to play Fortnite, you, you don't need to pay for gold anymore. And I, I just, I just a strange, strange day of, you know, just we, bad we said press.
0: For, we said for years that, um, Xbox Live was just such a fundamental and actually good value piece of the console, Xbox console. You know, it's been, the has been the same price since it launched, ultimately. Yep. It hasn't moved at all. And even from day one, for me, it was an essential and has been every year since. Now, Game Pass has supplanted that. So, uh, you know, they, ultimately, they, you know, my move to ultimate game passes was pretty no-brainer and i'm in a lucky position that i've got the cash to that i'm not i'm not a young person looking to scrabble all my money together but that's a good deal and i guess therefore xbox gold is just sat there doing its thing but uh, how do we get people moving from gold to to ultimate well you bring them closer together in price and maybe people will make the jump so there's definitely a decision there but equally i think it is just to highlight the fact that they're I'd say I think there's more of marketing, or at least they had it in the back pocket. They might change this um, back. Um, But another thing I was thinking about is that they had a massive transition over to Ultimate. So they let everyone transfer their gold to Xbox uh, Ultimate Pass or Game Pass uh, at a one-to-one sort of month-by-month ratio, um, which meant that they got initially a lot of money, but they are now not going to get money from me for the next... I think it's like nearly two and a half years. I, was going to say, I,
1: th- I think you're like you're like right. May twenty three and I'm um, June twenty three or something bizarre. We're one of out either way round. I can't remember. Uh,
0: and I've added a couple of three months extensions yeah. in there, so actually, I might you know it's moving out and out and out. Uh, and so they're not going to get that money from me. Um, and so we, although they've got this massive pot of cash, which they appear to have spent on a load of games, um, yeah, yeah like publishing houses, they're not seeing new releases. And they're not going to get, and even when they release those releases, they're not seeing any money for me for them. And it's like you're taking all this money up front. um, And maybe they're now worried about the fact that, hey, we've got a, a business model here. We've got these people now in all these publishing houses. We've got to sustain them. And we're not getting income. We've had a big pot of cash, but we haven't got income.
1: Yeah. I'm not, uh, it's one of those. I think I'll, I've I'll always found Game Pass a hard one to fathom. Because it seems, it seems terrific value for money. Like you say, we're... We're in a luxurious position, so you know, I totally agree with that point. Um, but but the bit the bit that I find weird is like the ultimate one and that kind of hack that, that they kind of did it, was it 2019 Z3 2018 Z3? I can't remember when it was that kind of hack where it was like you could pay for three years up front and then pay yeah. one dollar or one pound and you get ultimate, you're like. What, that's one dollar and it converts yeah, all of your future gaming. That, that's
0: like a no brainer. Everyone looked at that and went that's got to be, I, they've got to have made a mistake or, miss- let's do it quick
1: before they I, turn all it back. I remember <laughs> messaging you saying get on this and you were like that can't be right and, and it was yeah, right and it, and it persisted it for weeks, yeah. you know it was like the oddest yeah. I think it, I think it they're still doing that once a okay. while. I believe. So, yeah, so, so, I so. so it's one of the, and, and at the time I'm like how do they make money off this but they, I mean they've confirmed that, that Game Pass right now is profitable for them I think the last figures they gave was 15 million people on it and then they just announced this week it was 18 million. So it's seen growth. I'm sure it's seen yeah. growth with new consoles and I'm sure it's seen growth with people, you know, like Flight Sim came out last year, you know, and it was like, did I, did I go and pay for a 60, 90 or 120, you know, pound Flight Sim or do I just sign up for Ultimate Game Pass? And Plus all the other games that come out, I mean, they had a real, if you look in the PC side of things, there's a real, you know, there was two, three games that were like, you know, Big ticket items that may as well just go Game Pass, Um, and and but the interesting thing was also their commitment to things like Steam. So Flight Sim was really popular in Steam. So that maybe this this whole if they can hit every platform, you know. So does Game Pass? I saw a post through the week and I thought interesting. Does Game Pass hit PS5 at some point? Do they turn around and say? Interesting.
0: I can't believe that's going to happen. You die,
1: but do they turn around and do some sort of deal that says? Right, we've bought Bethesda, we've bought all these things. Game Pass, give Microsoft fifteen, you know, dollars a month and you can run that on any console, anywhere. Yeah.
0: Can't see it. Like like your EA like your
1: EA play, yep. but just yeah, Can't see it, it. You would
0: feel I'm sure that would feel that would be, a, be a real tough one to swallow for uh, saying. But it's then.
1: that whole it's that, 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 that commitment, they want to be on all platforms. You know, and, and they're definitely made that, yeah. that, that that commitment's definitely there in PC. We're seeing the streaming in Android, you know, streaming's coming to iOS. There is that last bit that you're like, you know, is this where they're wanting to be that that they've got such a big, you know, there's such a big platform, you know, such a big set of titles that it's like, actually, there's a, you know, there's money on the table. And if they can do some sort of deal, I I, I doubt it, I really do doubt it, because I just think it ties, I, I think Game Pass to me is such a strong tie for Xbox. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the sales point for their hardware.
0: And and, and it also attaches people to that hardware for a long time. We said this was going to be a quick podcast and we've managed to spend 16 (laughs) minutes talking about a couple of stories. So (laughs) let's get on with this. Apple has got a, a new Fitness Plus feature. This is Celebrity Guided Walks. Um, you've included this so I, I guess you're excited by this but you can take a celebrity who's going to tell you stories and do a bit of a, a desert island disc and play you some songs while you're walking around and getting you out there I guess it's to sort of get this market of COVID lockdowns where you get out and encourage people to do it uh, but it sounds rather like listening to a podcast to me it is
1: and um, you, it is, it, to me it is a fancy version of desert island disc so you've got a I think it's like 20 minute to 25 minute you know I, I guess their unique bit is that um, you can download it to your watch. As as you're going through it, will pop up little photos and bits on your watch as you're walking, um, and it's done as if the person is also walking with you. So they're going on their walk. So that's the bit. The bit is a desire I think there's four or five tracks, you know, or get played through the through the thing, through the through the. But it's just that for me, it's a podcast. It's a bit disappointing. Also, it's sitting behind that fitness plus paywall. But Apple are all about services. I think it also highlights COVID <laughs> is driving, you know, all everything. Yeah. COVID <laughs> is really driving these companies to the think, fitness business yeah. and the
0: fitness services are having a boon on uh, online at the yep. moment. Um, and I'm and I'm seeing it. Uh, you know,
1: I was I was out, you know, I've been out doing what you know. So your your little spur round walking has kicked me into doing a bit more this year. And I, I mean I was I was out walking yesterday afternoon and the parks are mobbed. They're absolutely yeah, stowed. Really and I busy. I know I could go back to last year. And there would have been probably a tenth of the people that are out right now. Yeah. But there would be lots yeah. of things for them to go and do. They'd be out shopping, they'd be sitting having coffees exactly, and all exactly, that kind yeah, of stuff. Exactly, yeah.
0: There is nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, uh, I think one of the reasons it sits behind that paywall is for the very reason that Desert Island Disc doesn't make a very good podcast, because they can only play about five seconds of the music. at the. So even though Desert Island Disc is a full-on yeah. music show, really, uh, you could they only play the chat, they don't play the music. Uh, yes, uh, credit and cyber fraud are at epidemic levels in the UK currently. So with all the move to online and people getting online services and being having to use computers and uh, more than they potentially were before and with the influx of new people having to use computers to log into banking, all those kind of things, their fraudsters are finding a wealth of new and uh, vulnerable people to get their teeth into and they are doing so. So this is... Uh, yeah, so... Fraud um, and all, all the kind of stuff that goes along with that. So the phishing attacks, all the um, yeah people stealing your accounts, people pretending to be police officers even to swap your to ask you to transfer your bank accounts. And a horrible, horrible scourge. Um, but nevertheless, they're obviously finding uh, plenty of uh, fertile ground at the moment.
1: And there's a couple of reasons I just wanted to throw this in. So one is just the cost. It's 190 billion a year, is the estimate now, which is a huge figure. You know, it's a real I, I'm, you think what good that money could be doing elsewhere? Uh, yeah, you know? it's a huge figure. Um, the second reason I threw it in was the um, they're talking about increasing contactless payments in UK up to £100. And, and, wow. a, and a lot of that is driven by, um, again, COVID driving that change in behaviour where, where all the shops are saying use contactless. And it's like, well, it's great if I'm only spending 40 quid. But yeah, if, but if I'm not, then I'm putting a card.
0: Hundred quid sort of means your whole grocery shop now, and all exactly. those kind of things all come within that same. And, and, and I'm sure,
1: I'm sure that's what driving. That's driving the change behaviour. They're seeing contactless rise, but it can only go so far. So I'm sure there's lots of industry pressure saying, look at the difference this could make. You know, I could just pop my phone next to the next to the thing, or I could just pop the card and touch it, and I don't have to. You know, I'm not touching pin codes and not sharing things. I'm not. You know, so I'm, I'm sure that's driving it. And the third reason is my card got done last week. Um, yeah, okay. So I was um, just and it's something I've done since I got absolutely hammered probably about fifteen years ago when somebody and it wasn't it wasn't Cyber Fraud somebody walked into a, you know a bank and had, had and and got a check and had written a check in yeah. my name and emptied my account to near like ten pounds I still think it's probably the bank something the bank must have known that detail because they went and did five other bank of Scotland customers on the same day mm-hmm. so it's like well how did they how did they know to do that. Um, but this, so since then, every month, even though I've got everything online, I download my statement and I go through it just to make sure everything's okay. And I was going through it and I was like, 18th of January, what's that £130 spend? I don't remember spending anything. What's what? And it was some plum, home and plum shop. I didn't buy anything. Went and looked them up and I was like, nope, never heard of them. Um, and yeah, it was a fraudulent purchase. And it's just, mm. just tucked away. There was no other fraudulent purchases. It wasn't like a flurry. I remember you know, in the past, there was things like people would do like little, you know, let's buy a, a BT cell it for a £1.50. So they would prove that, you know, I've got your details. And then they would go in a little spree of, I'll buy these six or seven things. It was a one-off purchase. So whether it was by accident, whether somebody's punched in a
0: code wrongly, I have no idea. But yeah, it's pretty hard to do that. I, I think I'm...
1: it's pretty hard to <coughs> do that. So it's like yeah. somebody's got my details and has used it
0: and it's interesting uh i i have i'm signed up on my um sort of password provider uh, whatever you call it so I, i'm with um who am i with <laughs> Dashlane, uh, and they do alerts when they find your details on you know the the dark web or whatever yeah. and it's amazing how quite old sites that i don't even remember using but i would have used them to buy something at some point yep. they've all been compromised yep. uh, and there's because they're, you know, they were storing passwords in plain text. There's a good chance they were storing other data, including potential credit card details. And, and I guess the best way of getting away with it is to use really low-value single items across multiple different credit cards, rather than slamming one until it just gets absolutely booked, hoping that you're not going to check your details and therefore it will be able to carry on using that and it has be an ongoing concern.
1: Uh, yeah. So it's, um, you know, it, if anything, I just wanted to put this in there with, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you think you're doing everything right it can still get done it's nothing as you've highlighted, just nothing to do with what you're doing you know it's just you know a lot of these companies as you say some of them are like you know eight nine years old when i look i'm 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 the same so i've got the same kind of service and you you know i'll get an email saying your details have been leaked and here's here's what was there and you're like oh dear (laughs) yeah oh dear
0: the twitter is moving ahead with some more moderation type ideas around their news and flagging it for for moderation or as in misinformation checking and they're calling it birdwatch. and this is going to be i think this is a community powered thing right you're going to be they're going to have um be- between a thousand and a hundred thousand so i guess that's a bit of a wide range <laughs> uh, bird watchers who are basically there they are there to check down email tweets and check that they look reasonable flag anything that looks potentially uh problematic yeah,
1: so it's almost like trying to do a. To me, it would remind me of like having a, like a Wikipedia. No, you're looking for the 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 power of the crowd, and they're not getting paid, but they believe there's enough people that will be, you know, oh, they are civic-minded enough to say this is this is fake news. Oh, there are
0: nosy people that are ha- more than happy to. Yeah, yeah. my my only issue would be that there that will be potentially left wing focused, so they do need to make sure that they have a balance of people in there, and I don't know how they go about doing that. Yeah,
1: I I. I <sighs> i don't i don't think that's easy to do at all um
0: no. i'm sure it would be around it's very pretty structured um must conform to this that and the other before you can flag something and maybe they require more multiple bird watchers to highlight I, a tweet i, I, that they I thought they, they did
1: And also said that the people you know if you are a, if you are a bird watcher <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite like that if you are a bird watch it's a rolling kind of program so you're not in it permanently so it kinda of yeah, reminds so, me of, yeah. you know, is that are they going to try and do something like a question time audience? You know, it's it's refreshed every week. It's different views every week and that should yeah. hopefully um, balance things yeah, out. I just wonder it. how many wonder how many votes they'll get, like, you know, um fifty two forty eight, which is saying this is fake.
0: Yeah. Uh also seen Twitter uh, by the newsletter platform Review. I, I think we talked about review ages and ages ago, but um but anyway, it, whatever, it, they've bought this platform. This is a monetized newsletter sort of platform. So this is people paying to get newsletter uh, content. Um, and uh, they've sort of, they. It, I don't know if it's an immediate fit for me, but they've, they see something in there. And maybe it shows that they're heading in a direction around uh, sort of that newsletter consumption type uh, platforms uh, going forward. Maybe they've got new features that they're thinking about rolling out.
1: Um, so I think the, the, so the newsletter platforms are, you know, so, so I'm sure we've covered Substack. So Sub, Substack has is, 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 is got huge press recently because there's a number of journalists are jumping on it. Um, and it's almost like they've moved off medium and they're moving to Substack and saying, that's the place to be. Dead easy to spin it up. Dead easy to monetize it if you want. And we're seeing a growth. And I, I've certainly subscribed to more in newsletters. You know, it's an easier way of, of consuming, you know, news over a week. You know, and it kind of for me, it complements the feeds that I look at. Um, and again, I think journalists, and it's not just journalists, but I guess, you know, I guess, you know, I don't want to say celebrities, but you know, the people that are, that are wanting to find a voice. I think the newsletter is a guaranteed way that it will get to my inbox. Whereas, will you guarantee that I'll click on your website every time you release a post, or you know, or, or how many mm. people are following RSS? And uh, so, yeah, review as a, as a competitor. Um, so Twitter clearly see a market there I just wonder how it's going to end up because obviously the the guy that, that started Twitter started Medium as well so it just seems overlaps and, and I was reading yesterday Facebook are building their own newsletter platform Because, of course, they are.
0: I guess they're thinking about how do you give people a voice and monetize that. And this is a way of doing that. So tweets allow you to say a small amount, but you do get people who want to do long tweets. And maybe this is a way of saying, look, if you enjoy my tweets, want to read more into this topic that I'm talking about as a journalist here or or as a a celebrity blogger or just a blogger in general, someone who's got some expertise and knowledge around a topic. Hey, here's my uh, this is how you support me. A bit like a Patreon for uh, sort of that blogging community, which is um yeah say has been had the money through the ad markets but maybe they're looking to generate it via you know just people's support basically yeah
1: we I mean, see you see these kind of like you know little you know tweet storms or tweet threads where it's like you know somebody just you know spewed out 16 tweets in a row yeah. and you'll see the kind of um, and there's like the is it thread reader is the app that that kind of does the top and tail it and pull it together and you can pdf it out and all that good stuff and it's, that's
0: And I guess having some sort of newsletter format is actually a better format for those things yeah. rather than that. You know, if Twitter you, if format, you a, you're a, if you're a tech about guy,
1: that. a politician, somebody is wanting to do, here's my, you know, I've seen it a lot around COVID as well. You know, like the, the guy from the FT does great, almost like every couple of days, he'll say, latest stats and here's some things. And, you know, minor, you know, minorities are not getting the jag at the same rate as, you know, whites in the UK. And you will do a little seven, you know, seven thread tweet. Um, wouldn't it be great if you just had a button that then says "Add that to my, yeah. you, know, you know, my newsletter" that just spews out, you know, whenever I, whenever I want.
0: Facebook News is coming to the UK. They've had this in the US for a bit now, but this is going to be Facebook curated news stories that it thinks you're going to be interested. So big news stories of the day, stories that match your likes, and then sort of a algorithmically defined other sort of set of news stories uh, and you'll be able to consume them through a tab in your facebook feed we've seen it apple do it on their phone google do it on android does it in their phone um and facebook have been doing it so in the us and now it's coming to the uk um again with each of these moves towards being media deliveries i am don't know how these companies more and more can defend their position of we are not a media organization we are a platform so uh, I guess they're going to come uh, unstuck at some point on that because being a media organisation means that you have a lot more responsibilities around curation of content and and the, what the, being responsible for the content you're sending out. But nevertheless, they do move relentlessly towards that.
1: Yeah, and I I do think they are a media platform.
0: I don't think there's I don't, I don't know how you, I know they've argued
1: or not because they don't want to censor, but. They've got responsibilities. We saw that through, particularly the American elections. Uh,
0: and slowly, slowly, bit by bit, they are becoming more regulated and more. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. there's a lot more scrutiny there, and I think they're slowly accepting that as well. I was just checking. I I can't see that in my any of my Facebook apps. No, I'm guessing it's just going to be one of those things that gets rolled out generally. Yeah, because next... it'll probably be a
1: what 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 a couple of percent a day, or getting it in their app yeah. or whatever, and they'll just switch it on. Yeah.
0: Another thing we've had this week has been an interesting uh, week from a stock trading point of view. So um, GameStop, was it? I can't remember. A, there's a, 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 a game, well, high street shop um, that looked like it was going to crash and a big hedge fund decided they were going to take a negative position on it uh, and do some short trading, uh, which effectively they're, they are betting on the share price going down. This got reddited. So <laughs> someone in Reddit said, hang on. There's this, there's, there's these people who have just sold, uh, you know, a X number of billion pounds worth of uh, stock on this perf- uh, platform. If you go and buy stock now, they are they have to buy that back off you because otherwise they're going to be going bankrupt effectively. So, Reddit and enough people read that article, and enough b- b- storm was built up around that that people just went and bought this stock. And there's some really easy. Uh, Robinhood being one of them is a really easy app that you can go and buy in trade stock. Now, the the general public are allowed to do these things that only the... Wall Street has been allowed to do till today. To and, and it's caused Wall Street an awful lot of problems because this this firm that shorted on this company uh, are suddenly now faced with uh, this massive rush and massive rise in uh, price of the share. Uh, and they then had to buy back some of their stock at higher prices, which again ramps up the value of those shares. Uh, and it led to actually one of the, this trading firm who took the risk to short this, uh, they went bankrupt um, or they have declared themselves bankrupt because of the fact that they cannot buy these shares back. There and therefore, you know, when you're short, you're borrowing shares of someone else, so you need to give them back. And and they've said this, this has crashed us. It's shook the kind of trading establishment because uh, a whole ton of other things spawned off the back of it. So they were read this Reddit thread, didn't stop that this one. They went and looked for loads of others, and there's been an awful lot of news recently about people saying look you've really got to be careful with what you're doing here as a even as a small term trader you are putting a lot of your life savings now into a risk that we don't think firstly we don't think you're prepared for uh, if it doesn't work then you've lost all your money um and secondly um this is probably illegal in the illegal boosting of shares is also uh, you know against the rules and we people will become unstuck because of that
1: um that, that's a great summation the, the um the, the 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 reason and the reason I threw this in was just a kind of tech angle because because what was driving it was you know Reddit so Wall Street bets you know the 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 Reddit you know sub forum is just the most popular thing on Reddit right now if you go and look at popular page every day this week it's been Wall Street bets the guy who was behind driving the initial GameStop you know let's all do this has made thirty to forty million this week so that's just one guy. Um, but there's other people that have made hundreds of thousands of pounds because the price of GameStop so GameStop is like a equivalent of game here you know, yeah. so it's a brick and mortar they sell second hand games uh, probably, you know, one of those that, that it's it's always kind of there but but in this current market and the, and the move, so me and you just buy digital now you know, so this move to more and more people buying digital and, and solid I can't be arsed, you know, worrying about trading in second hand I know that says. I know in a luxury position but there's more and more people getting it as well, and it is going to eventually kill these stores. So that's why it's like a, you know, this, this only looked like it was going to go on its knees at some point, and that's why it's caused so much controversy. Um, but also it's the power of, I guess, a few people that can manipulate. So Elon Musk was in on it, you know, and he was tweeting the whole, let's get on this, and, and it drove masses of people to jump on it. Um, but it's the ugly side of, you know, so Robin Hood then just disallowed trading in that share, to, and it was like, well, hold on, so why why are big companies allowed to trade, and I'm not as an individual? They then forcibly sold people's holdings on it, and seemingly in their terms and conditions, it does allow them to do this, if they get into a wow. vulnerable position, and people were saying, well, that shows you why you need to read terms and conditions, because there's consequences for the activity you're doing, but there's now a whole load of What's interesting is there was people saying you know, Wall Street needs to take action around this, but the US government are now saying, well, actually, we need to take we need to take action around Robin Hood and 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 Wall Street because you're trying to basically say the little guy never wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. happy. Uh, the, the, the whole thing is as a market, yep. right? <laughs> you're happy for these big hedge funds to make. You know,
0: billions basically gambling because that's what these uh, and I, and I'm, and gambling negatively yep. as well. That's what really galls people yep. and probably what's made this story drive forward, forward, forward. This set of this set of annoying people. I was thinking of all the different words I was trying to use. <laughs> have just bet their lives, this, yeah, yeah. this billions of pounds that this company is going to fail, uh, and and that is not the kind of trading we want to see because no. there's no incentive then to grow. that's no and, and, and there's been
1: lots of people. Death. Lots of people have said for years. That kind of trading shouldn't be allowed. That and so Musk Musk uh, was always fighting people that had shorted um Tesla. And it was he always said that deliberately, you know, so he always argued news stories looking out and companies trying, you know, and in certain areas in America, you know, were stopping the sale of Tesla and it was a combination of the fossil fuel companies and also lots of these hedge funds that had shorted Tesla because they were desperate to see it fail. Um, so he's yep. he's got a you know a vested interest in, and I but all these guys have this you know, So, but there's something there now around why are you allowed to basically hope that a company fails and you know, so back to that trading negatively, gamble on it and then almost doing everything in your power to make sure that, that that outcome succeeds. Um and what this is showing is that and it's not I mean I've said that one individual made like thirty million, That is hundreds of thousands of people on this Wall Street bets forum. Uh, the the traffic it's generated. So we've seen, you know, we've seen um um Reddit is the number one app in iOS and Android. We've seen you know, and Reddit, Reddit's a really <laughs> yeah. mature app. So for, because people are going, what's this all about? You know, Robin Hood, number one app. You know, and that yeah. and that's and it's like so it's driving huge number of people. And I guess the risk is people are now jumping in and going, well, I'll have some of this GameStop stock because if other people are making millions of pounds, I'll just buy it and make millions of pounds.
0: Ultimately, there, they, you know, that money doesn't exist, and that's no. the problem. No. Uh, ultimately, that's that's it's a bit of a pyramid scheme that everyone's got themselves into, where they've got money on paper, but that doesn't exist in reality yeah. because the, ultimately, the person who was going to buy it all back has not got the money to cover that, um, and it's um. Uh, didn't it go from like several pence per share to like isn't it like six hundred quid per share or something stupid so I think, like that, I, even higher I think, than that. I
1: think it's gone up four hundred percent this week. You know, it's... but that's in this this week yeah, alone. Yeah, and there's other stocks like AMC, so the big cinema chain in America, which again on its knees right now because nobody's showing films, and the dude, you know, the COVID effect is probably going to drive cinemas to not be, you know, two years time when we're post COVID, cinemas won't be the same as where they are now. You know, it's it's, it's changed behavior, um. So that's why you know a lot of the hedge funds were betting negatively on the AMC. So at the end of this week, they've turned on and said, actually, we're not going to fold, and we don't need the we don't need the loans we thought we needed because our share price is huge now
0: because people. Have... The the issue and the problem, and I guess the counter argument to all the kind of yeah, this is the little man socking it to the Wall Street Goliath. Ultimately, it doesn't make those just because on paper they're now got a share price which is X. It doesn't make that company any more potentially likely to succeed. Okay, it takes some pressure off as far as the, you know, you know, the the death knell hanging over that company. But ultimately, the reason that the GameStop was, you know, had such a poor share price and the reason that the the cinemas are now looking like uh, unstable is because fundamentally at the moment they are not, you know, they're not in a good position. And the the counter argument is all these trading apps do is gamify the selling and buying of shares uh which ultimately when you say gamify someone doesn't really care about what the company is they are just sharing you know they, they're trading in these things to make money which again you can argue wall street does all the time as well but ultimately they this is what the counter argument is it should always come back down to you should be investing in firms and companies that are doing something and doing something good something you believe in and that's where it should be but that's you know ultimately you know the whole thing twists on itself and and it just comes down to money. i've just
1: looked at the last year's share price and, and i've seen it described to the week it's like it's a hockey stick and it really is
0: a it's flat lined <laughs> and then it's vertical
1: so if we go back to a year ago it was four dollars Um, it was you know i can see you know march three dollars you know april five dollars and it's all kicking around five four dollars and then it's round about september you start to see it rising. So it's $10, $13, $10. And that's still November, $12, $16 December, $20 23rd December. And then it's still sitting around the same. And then it's just over the last month. So if i have now going into a more detailed one. So $20 12th of January. It got to $40 on the 14th of January. It's $43 on the 21st of January. 22nd of January, $65. 25th, 76, And then 26th, <laughs> it's got to 150. Um, mm-hmm. And then the 27th, it was 350.
0: Yeah, this massive, massive. It price.
1: dropped the next day. So 28th, it dropped by half, but it's recovered it again. So the reason it dropped by half was Robinhood stopped trading and they were selling. And they were deliberately selling, which dropped the price. And then they let people start buying yesterday and everybody's
0: buying it back again and pushing it back up so digital outbox the only podcast that will audibly describe a graph uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just it's one of those i just i just think there's there's going to be and i, I so i've got you know a handful of shares in companies and um, nothing big it's just one of those i, I, I it's one i'd I wanted to you know have a bit of long term mostly tech stock you know a bit of, bit of safety net that's not sitting somewhere else and i look at this stuff and go this is just gambling this is just me saying you know, tonight, Arsenal's going to beat Man U 3-0 and I'm putting a £1,000 on it. That, that is yep. what this is. And it's, I just see it as... It is a bubble at the end of
0: the day. And, and we should not re- think, forget that. I
1: think we're going to see, what, a week's time? Two weeks' time? Hundreds of of horrible stories. The equivalent
0: of... The equivalent of the the lady who came on saying, I've just been maced because I stormed and had started a revolution in the capital building. We're going to have the people that go, I just bought this stock and I put my whole life savings into it and it's all gone. So there will be those stories, yes. So you'll, ultimately, the small guy never wins. (laughs) But equally, it's nothing to be joked about. Anything which looks like a surefire bet win often isn't. So just take that into account. Well, it is
1: for the, the handful of people that kick it off.
0: The pyramid starters, yes. There you go. That is the end of our news. We we did manage to stretch that out and we did talk about a graph, so it's very good. Um, if you want to find out more about us, if you want to see that graph for real, go to digitaloutbox.com. <laughs> we got show notes. Uh, if you want to find out, uh, sorry, if you want to talk to us, you can info at digitaloutbox.com is our email address. Twitter is digitaloutbox and I'm on Twitter as CheesyUK. Ian, we find you at at iandick.com. The, the good thing is um i was
1: struggling i was going through my head thinking, what would be the good what would be the good album art one for this one it's just a, <laughs> Boom. It's a graph <laughs> so thanks for that
0: <laughs> fabulous right we will talk to you again probably in about two weeks time thank you for getting this far and we'll speak to you soon bye-bye
1: Duh.